Sit back, relax. Grab your motherfucking tea. And come take a sip with the minorities. Hosted by your melanated queen, Dario, your favorite it boy, Logan, and your token gay, Chris. Did Jordan tell you what she experienced with the plumbing on she Friday night? <laughs> she called me and said, so what do you think? I said, well, it's one of these two things. Um, I said, but you just have to call the landlord. And she goes, ugh. I said, hey, just be thankful it's not your house and you're the one who has to fix it. He has to fix it. Right. It's his responsibility. You can't have yeah. either muddy, dirty, or rusty pipes, which are the two potential reasons yeah. for it. Right. I said, you can't, you can't live in that kind Gross. of environment. Yeah. That's, like, disgusting. It's, did she tell you that it's just randomly better now? No. Yeah. No, I haven't heard. All the water's I clear. Her from, oh, that's Well, and see, that's that's I one of the things like I told her, too. I Well, it's not necessarily bad. If the house had been vacant for a long time, that would oh. be the rust in the pipes. And once you run it out, it's fine. Oh, okay. So, and that's one of the things I told her. I said, if it's been, I don't know how long it's been vacant, but if it's been vacant for a long a time, <laughs> if it's been vacant for a long time, you got to expect that some stuff got into the pipes and got old. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, as long as it... It clears up, then I, I, I don't think there's a problem. Just That's keep good. using your water. water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got to put it in the fridge. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. That is Ugh. rough. Ugh. We still live in an old house, though, and stuff like that would happen all the time. I'm going to take a bath, run your bath, and go back in there, and it's brown. Brown. <laughs> okay, no With little bubbles on the top. Still relaxed yeah. to take this <laughs> bath. So I don't remember putting bubble bath in this. <laughs> Woof. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh my god, this house has been so quirky since we moved in. Quirky how? Um, just about every other, just every way. Like, today the door almost fell on Darielle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that almost landed on my head. If this thing wasn't sitting where it was, it would have just been like... Mm -hmm. It's just we so weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love, oh, I love it. You should, you should look and... up the history of this house. I, yeah. I, I looked up a little bit. It's I saw not, the previous three it's owners. It's not a real oh. new area. It's not one of the oldest areas of Grand Junction, but, you know. Mm -hmm. It feels like a log cabin house. Yeah. It feels like this used to be someone's like vacation home in Colorado once upon a time. <laughs> Cause like this is the type of stuff that you would see like when you travel up to like in the mountains like Aspen or something. Mm -hmm. It's cute though. It's like it gives cozy vibes. Yeah. I'm excited to see you guys decorate it for like Christmas. Mm. <gasps> it's the perfect Christmas house. That is all Dead Jordan. Ass. Any, any that's holiday. not even. That's not me or Sam. That is all Jordan. <laughs> but I'm excited. I bought some stuff at the thrift store to decorate that little meditation area out there. Oh uh huh. With the cute. The, that's oh, one that's cute. raised up that mm -hmm. has the bench in the back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's gonna, gonna be so pictures. cute. Exactly. I'm gonna get some like steppings. I'm just excited for oh, summer. Oh, clear out a little bit house. of brush right around the where the seated bench. bench is, yeah. mm -hmm. and then you can put some like things on the side for decorative. Oh, yeah. You can put up like a little canopy Or even too. like the you little hanging like, the bed canopies? lanterns. You get like yeah. a So you can be out there at canopy. night on both sides of the bench. Cute. The ones that are just, like, super cute. That you, like, I bought some like. Strap up and it's just like a covering over the top. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're talking about getting like a bed canopy almost to like hang from somewhere oh, over that area. Like so you don't a, have like, like the bugs. princess one? Yeah. The droopy. Yeah. <gasps> 
very oh, cute. That's what I was talking about. Because okay, it's something okay. like cute and like light and frilly to make the area feel yeah. like more relaxed and stuff. Well, and I think, you know how the bench is in the very back mm-hmm. and then it's got the big trees here? Mm-hmm. I think in the very front of it, not all the way up, but just maybe about four feet up, you should clear all the brush of that. But not the actual trees themselves, just uh, this, so it's like a little entrance into yeah. it that you can't really see behind it because all of this is still covering it mm, and put some cute. paper stones going oh, into that'd it. That'd be really cute. cute. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Make like a little archway out of the brush. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that'd be really cool. It's kind of like a, a nature-made... Yeah. Walkway. Yeah. That'd be oh, cute. Like Have you guys seen the Blair Witch Project? <laughs> I yeah. tried to watch it, but it was I, so I ridiculously know. stupid. I just couldn't finish it. I, I watched. I think I fell asleep. And it scared the crap Twice. out of me because I watched it it's, when I was like six. God, it's so it's just not scary. Oh, I but, tried to watch the remake that they did, and I kept falling asleep. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I've only seen the remake. I didn't know that oh, was original. Saying, there, there is an original. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, the original came out when you were yeah, very young. Checks out. Yeah, I was like in my thirties when it came out. Damn. Um, and then yeah, I watched it a little bit later. There was there was a commercial that ran on Cartoon Network of Scooby Doo, um, but it was like them in the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> 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 they scared kids so bad that they had to take it off TV. They <laughs> oh, yeah. Anymore. It was uh, it was really good though. Um, any of those films that are made where it's made to look like a lost. Mm-hmm. Like a Documentary like a point something. of view kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, with the camera shaking and stuff. I just I can't deal with that. It drives me crazy. It's I sit hard. there on the TV going. Yeah, like, that's fair. Okay, oh my god, the camera's upside down. <laughs> <laughs> they dropped it on the ground. <laughs> Whose heavy oh. breathing is that? <laughs> No, but like the little things that um, is are hung all through the forest, you know. Oh yeah. That's what it's kind of gonna look like, but not not like wig, like not like scary like that. <laughs> not but like, like <laughs> But it's gonna have like Which dream catchers instead. Oh yeah. And I want to put oh, wind know. chimes out there too. Oh, that's gonna be so cute. Right, wildflowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be nice. <sighs> okay, well. Oh, welcome back welcome to the back second to episode of season three. Oh. To, on today's episode, we have a special guest. My my mother, one of my mothers, decided to join us. She has oh. something very important to talk about. Do you want to introduce oh, yourself? Yeah. I, I'm Nikki Benning, Chris's Chris's mom, one of Chris's moms, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm actually very honored and excited to be here. Yeah. She's been a pretty loyal supporter since day one of this. Mm-hmm. Very very. I loyal. just love. Well, okay. In all honesty, the reason I started listening to the podcast is because <clears throat> when my son moved to Colorado Springs, I also lost contact with Logan and Darielle, so it was a chance to actually get to hear the voices again on yeah. a regular basis. So that's <laughs> what made me start listening to it, that's was cute. just to hear all the voices. That makes me feel bad. <laughs> I know. I'm just, know. I'm one of those people, because it happened with your cousin, too. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people who's like, someone's parents would be like, you're welcome over anytime. Like, we love you. We want to see you. And I'm like, yeah, definitely. And then I'm really awkward. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't go over there without my friends. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Totally understandable. <laughs> totally understandable. Yeah. But just so you all know, I missed all of you guys, and I'm so oh, excited to have Chris too. back. Yeah. So, oh gosh, so I can see you guys more. I mean, yeah. shoot. It's been back for, what, three weeks now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and I've got to see you guys. I've got to see you twice, yeah. you three mm-hmm. times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got to spend a four-hour road trip. A whole road, road trip. trip. Yeah. <laughs> a five-hour road trip. Yeah. <laughs> Very glad to be back. Yeah. Hey, guys. The <laughs> 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 All right, so welcome back, ladies, gays, 
Thays, Grays, and everyone who isn't them. Thank you for clicking on this episode of the podcast. Um, today we're going to be actually letting our special guests lead the episode. So if you kind of want to go into like a little bit of what you're talking about today. Uh, well, the, the main topic I want to go over is something that I absolutely love watching, researching, and I just do it on a whim, and it's yeah. cults. Hell yeah, I love. Right. I oh love my god, it's almost like you guys are related. I love oh, any yeah. information I can get about cults. <laughs> Something <laughs> new pops up, I gotta get on the internet and start looking it up and everything. Oh, oh that's exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear about that. But before we jump into that, we're gonna do our mental health check. Um, for anybody who's new here, mental health checks, we just kind of check in with each other, see what's going on. It's kind of like a little venting session, if you will. Yeah. But uh, who would like to start? Do you feel comfortable starting, or do you want somebody well, else? Oh, sure. Um, well, since I've never been on it, I can't really just go over since the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, things are going really great. I had a little hiccup on Friday. My car broke down. I was kind of depressed. Took it in on Saturday morning to find out that it was going to be $6,000 to fix it. I don't know about anybody else, but I do not have that kind of pocket change. (laughs) So we got it back to the house, and I was contemplating how I was going to get it fixed. And I, you know, told my significant other, my wife, that um, Monday I'll just start calling around and see if I can get a better price somewhere. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, we were watching a show, and she was on her phone like she always is, doing (laughs) everything. And it was over with, and she says, okay, let's let's go for a drive. And I said, for a drive? And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I don't feel like going for a drive. Valid. Yeah. <laughs> Valid. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> so, so I can't even drive my own car right now. I'm not in the mood. And she's like, just come. So I said, where are we going? She goes, well, it's a surprise. I'm like, all right. Well, she took me to the car lot, and we bought a new car. <laughs> oh, <Hell> yeah. <Good. clears throat> so we're going to keep the one that broke down and still proceed to try to get it fixed because it's bigger and it can actually tow our trailer um which the new suv is small and cannot (laughs) but other than that little hiccup i would say i'm doing extremely well good snaps in the chat claps in the club love that absolutely Mm -hmm. who wants to go next um i can go um if Depends on, like, the order that it's going to be posted, I guess. But if you've listened to the recent, like, shorter episode, um, it's going to probably just sound kind of similar. Yeah, it's, it was honestly about the same. Um, but my week has been... Right now, it's a lot better um, than it was. Um, my week started off with um, Michael and I deciding to kind of take a break from things and... Um, so, like, we're not together anymore, um, and it was really hard for, like, the first couple of days, um, but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing better now, um, and I think today I'm supposed to get my car back, um, finally, it's been, it's been a little bit, um, <laughs> but no shade to, to my mechanic, cause he's a really cool guy, and, like, he got it done for really cheap, um, so I'm very excited to have my car back. I can finally just drive myself around. It's like kind of wild how much not having a car, like, I don't know. Like I definitely get when my grandma got older, she would like always talk about how she felt like she was losing her independence if she got her car taken away. Um, and like, I definitely get that. Like I, 
I just want to do things for myself. And one of the... I just want to do it by myself this time. (laughs) (laughs) I swear I could do it by myself this time. And just, like, it's... You don't really realize how often, like, you just take a little ride somewhere to, like, do something simple um, until you don't have a car. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just very excited to have my car back. And I very much appreciate Hannah when when I can drive right. So, Fair. yeah. Um, but, nice. um, yeah, if you guys kind of checked in in the other episode and today, so that's pretty much it. Um, final you, consensus? Oh, yeah. My final consensus is I'm doing pretty damn good. Yeah. Stop the I'll go next. <laughs> um, well, in the last one, I was talking about how I hated my life because of the healthcare system. Uh, I'm doing better now because I got everything figured out, but it still sucks, like, just dealing with bills in general. But I'd say I'm doing good. Like, things are looking up. The weather is getting warmer. Sunlight is coming back. It's, like, literally warm on my back right now. It feels so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's finally getting that time of year. Oh, my gosh. And I'm very excited because I'm finally, when I get my tax return back, I'm going to go look for a new car. So I'm very excited to do that mm-hmm. because I need it. <laughs> I've needed it for a while. <laughs> but... I'd say that's like pretty much it overall. Like everything else is going pretty smoothly. Other, God, no effect. James, if you're listening to this, I am not shitting on you. Your dog is a pain in my ass. (laughs) We're dog sitting for one of our friends while they're out of town, and he's just a puppy. So like you know, he still doesn't really know all the rules and everything. And he's really skittish. Like, he's just a really shy, like, kind of scared puppy. But he's huge. He's like a miniature bulldozer. Okay? Mm -hmm. He's a big dog. Like Rocco? Yes. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you try and tell him, you're like, okay, let's go outside. Let's go outside. And you're like, nice, and you're happy. And he's like, I I don't, I, what's outside? (laughs) And so he'll sit and he'll plop himself and he won't move. So you have to, like, pick his butt up and, like, scoot him out the door. But, you know, other than dealing with a couple of accidents and his weird dog-ness, it's been pretty good. He's a really sweet dog. It's just little things, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's nothing that we can't fix later, but it's a little frustrating when it's not your dog. Puppies are raw. Puppies are really rough. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's like I said, when it's not your dog, like, you're just like, I'm not going to discipline you because that's not my place. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's just like, okay. You're just going to take it on the chin and move on. Yep. <laughs> but overall consensus, I'd say pretty great. Because, you know, it started out really rough, but I'm in a much better spot than I was at the beginning of this week. So, pretty great. Hell yeah. Slaps on the check. Slaps on the All right, great. All right, I will bring up the rear. Um, I am really good. I'm, like, super positive. I'm in a really good mindset right now. Um, I think... The last time, uh, I think I just talked about pretty much that same thing, just being very positive, being very happy that I'm back, like getting to see everybody again. Um, that's about it. I mean, everything's just going really good personally right now. And it's it's a good change because this last nice. year when I was away from my entire support system, <laughs> my world was crumbling. <laughs> like, yeah. it was Every awful. Every other day. 
I was not in a good mindset. I feel like it's really mm-hmm. one of those things where you like don't realize what you have until it's like not there. Because mm-hmm. like I've been wanting to move away for like a super long time, but all of the people that I like associate with or like mm-hmm. see every single day, mm-hmm. I could not move away from that. No matter how much I want to get out of this town, I would have to have at least like one of my comfort people mm-hmm. in the same general area. Yeah. yeah. Well, and not to minimize the struggles you had because. Oh, Lord knows. Yeah. I Seriously. But the pain and struggles we on this side felt mm-hmm. because we couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. We couldn't support yeah. you the way we wanted to support you. Right. Mm-hmm. It killed me. It was like nearly every other weekend I was trying to figure out how am I going to go out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the wintertime, I won't drive over the passes, but it's like, how am I going to get there? i got to get there and see him and make sure he's okay. Yeah. 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 That's, that's kind of how me and Logan felt. We were like, I wish I could go visit him. I just don't have the time. I don't have the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Glad you're back. Up and up. <laughs> up and up. Uh, everything, up. Everything happens for a reason, so I needed to move. I needed sure. to go through everything I went to. Um... And I don't know. I'm better for it. Yeah, I agree. Or whatever. <laughs> I guess I needed to so go. That I could have gone without it, but you know, I'm stronger because of it. <laughs> I guess I needed to have a temporary bald spot pop up in my head because of stress. <laughs> no, it's a real thing. I talked to Uncle Michael about it. It's I already have it. It's only temporary though. That's good. That wasn't wood behind you. There you go. Wood. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Overall, currently, right now, pretty great. Yeah. yeah. Love to pretty great. Yeah, absolutely. So, I guess we'll go ahead and jump right into it. Go ahead, Mom. Yeah. Lead, okay. this, lead this episode. Well, as I said, I want to talk about cults. However, cults mean something different to everybody. Yeah. Even if it's just a okay. tiny variance, because people have in their minds, when you say the word cult, what it is mm-hmm. and different people may actually have something different formulating in their mind about what that is mm-hmm. so I, I actually pulled up some definitions of cults um, throughout the years most of these definitions originated in the 19th century because before that cults meant a little bit different it didn't have to do with negativity it didn't have to do with mm-hmm. anything like that there was a time that weren't negative? Uh, no, from the, what the word originated, and I didn't even write that down, I should have, but it was it was something out of mainstream, but it wasn't necessarily negative. Oh, it okay. Was just, okay. But the it's definitions, like that, yeah, <laughs> the definitions that we have they're now, <laughs> there's three main, I look through a lot of things, and it boiled down to these three main definitions. Um, the first one is misplaced or excessive admiration, devotion, or reverence to a particular person or thing. The second one is a relatively small group of people having religious beliefs and or practices that are regarded as strong or sinister or out of the mainstream. Okay. And then the third one is a, a religious group that is not part of a larger or more accepted religion and that has beliefs regarded by many as being extreme or dangerous. Interesting. Okay. I want to point out that the second one and the third one specifically talk about religious beliefs Mm -hmm. or practices. The first one, it doesn't. It's saying, you know, admiration, devotion, or reverence to a particular person or thing. When I was looking at all these, I found that there's a lot of 
people who define even um, economic groups. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the at crypto. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Right. I mean, different types of groups that have nothing to do with religion as being a cult as well. There's a lot of people that think communes, you know, somebody that lives on a commune, it may not have anything to do with religion. People that live on the commune may have a variety of different religions, Mm -hmm. but people consider it a cult because it may be dangerous to the members or it's excluding people outside of the smaller group that is not mainstream. So that could be could be viewed as a cult. Hmm. Interesting. But so given those definitions, for the talk that I want to go into, what interests me because mm-hmm. it's all about me right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, is is really I want to. It it kind of combines a couple the a couple of the different ones. Mine really is about religion, only because I have so many different ideas about religion, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't bash anybody's religious beliefs I could care less it's none of my business yeah. you know if somebody needs a, a, a particular religion to make them feel as a good person I personally do not but for mm-hmm. some people they need that in their life and that's yeah. perfectly all right with me right. I don't yeah. really care where Absolutely. I have a problem and where I view a cult I don't care if the group has different different than mainstream beliefs Mm-hmm. As long as nobody is being endangered, both yeah. in and outside the cult, I don't really care, and I don't really consider that a cult. It's just, yeah. if you look at these definitions, every single religion started out as a cult. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I've at heard that so many times. At the beginning of every religion, mm-hmm. even what I grew up in, Catholicism, Christianity, mm-hmm. When it first started out, it was against the mainstream beliefs. Therefore, and it was small when it started out, therefore, it was considered a cult, or it should have been considered a cult. It's bloomed and blossomed into a religion with a bunch of sects, sects, not S-E-C-T, being branched off from it. You know, you have the Lutherans and the Protestants and the Catholicism. All of those branched out of Christianity, mm-hmm. so now it's it's considered a religion. But at mm-hmm. one time, it really was by definition a cult. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. and there's a lot of people that believe that um, the Mormons are a cult. Um, that I'm raising my hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, that. Oh gosh, what's the other one? Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witness are cults. Yeah. You know, to me, I just view them as a religion. On one basis, it depends on how fundamental and fanatic they are. Yeah. I've oh, also absolutely. seen those religions uh, excommunicate members that don't share the same beliefs, that's or they turn families against each yeah. other. Yeah. That's, that's pretty you know, culty. You like have I some think. families that are in it, some that aren't, and and they're not allowed to you know enjoy the company and mm-hmm. of their family members that are not part of that. That's the part I have the problem with. It's so funny that you say that. I actually watched a documentary when I was at work this last week, and it's called um, Stolen Youth. That's the one I was trying to tell you and Judith about. I've seen that one, too. It's a documentary on any of these. Yes. (laughs) If you guys haven't watched it, it's on Hulu. It is one of the best things that I've seen because it's not what you would think that a cult looks like. Like, all the other documentaries and stuff that you see are, like, very, like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I could see that happening. But, like, this is, like, they were just, like, college kids living in a house, and it turned into what it turned into over, like, a span of a decade. Mm -hmm. So, 
Look into it. Yeah. Do your own research okay. because it was one of the students' so father was the charismatic leader, yeah. If, yeah. if you will. Oh, exactly. Yeah, and they let him like move in when he moved out of jail and. Oh, it's a crazy it, story. It is. It really but is crazy. But hearing you talk about all of these things, I was like, oh my god, this is like checking boxes in my head yeah. about that that I just watched. Um, so I also want to talk a little bit about what are some of the, the characteristics that make a cult a cult. What are the characteristics? Um, authoritarian control. Mm-hmm. A cult, somebody or a group of somebody's have to have control over the group. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's the dangerous part of it is they will do anything that the authoritarian says that yeah. whether they think it's right or don't think it's right. You mm-hmm. know, look at Manson and his followers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm sure that they didn't wake up one day and say, oh, yeah, I think it's right to kill people. Yeah, um, right. I think it's right to dis- deface things. Yeah. I, you know, or the people that. Like, but authoritarian says people. this is the way it is. You have mm-hmm. to do this in order to get to this, this and this. Mm-hmm. So they do it. The next one is extreme beliefs. Again, it doesn't have to be religious. The ones I prefer to research and watch and everything, it mm-hmm. is based in that, but it doesn't have to be, but it's any extreme beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, isolation from main society. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's one of the ones that you hear about most That's often. the big one is yeah. in order to get that control of the first ones and to, and to give people to buy into the extreme beliefs, you have to isolate them from the main society mm-hmm. that may be telling them something different. Mm-hmm. Not to like bring hate towards us, but like look at the what is it the Nexium cult or whatever. It's that's... a sex cult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a and sex cult. And the first cult. thing they do is bring you into this building, and they're teaching you about the religion, but they're sitting there like, this is all speculation. <laughs> they're sitting in there brainwashing you, making yeah. you believe that this is where you belong, and then you leave, and you're like, oh my god, I need to go back because what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And that's how it starts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Ooh. Absolutely. And then the last one that I kind of have gleaned from all of the researching and stuff for a characteristic is a veneration or adoration of a single individual. This is usually the charismatic leader. Mm -hmm. It's like the person has turned into a messiah or the second coming or, you know, it's just anything that that person says is now scripture. It is the word of God handed down through him or her. That stuff hurts my stomach. Like it Mm -hmm. really hurts to believe that like some people are in such a vulnerable place that they will believe anything that this person Those says. Are the, that's the target audience. Well, right? that's, well yeah, that's, that's, that's another that's thing. The target, yeah. The whole thing that got me interested in cults initially, and this has been spent, okay, so probably a little bit too much information, but I'm in my mid-50s. <laughs> <laughs> my fascination with cults started when I was in my 20s. Oh, wow. Here we are. And yeah. <laughs> it started out with, you know, I saw something, read about something, maybe watched a movie, because, of course, well, we didn't have streaming and stuff back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I saw something, read about it, and my first thought was, how in the hell do people allow themselves to believe this crap? I mean, this mm-hmm. is, no it's sane crazy. person would believe this crap. Mm-hmm. I have to say, as I've gotten older, um, and I've read about other things, you know, mm-hmm. my whole life's not about cults, but I've read about other things, <laughs> seeing stories about people's lives and everything else, and then it dawned on me that anybody, any person, myself included, I hope I don't ever get that point, but myself included, you can have such trauma, and it can be a physical trauma, a mental trauma, any kind mm-hmm. of trauma, 
that brings you to a place in life where you're just questioning your existence and why are you there and there's got to be a better, bigger purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's when that's these when groups they swoop in yeah. mm-hmm. and they, well, they are taught to mm-hmm. read people yeah. and find people that are, that are struggling with just their existence. And mm-hmm. it can be in yeah. any kind of domain. Mm-hmm. To swoop them up and give them whatever it is they're searching for. Yeah, exactly. It's well, so and, that's, and that's where it starts. That you it's talk about yeah, that because a lot of people with religions, yeah. that's how they get into that. Like that's not to like call them out, but like that's how my dad got into Christianity. <coughs> was like he had gotten to a place where he was just like he like didn't know what else to do, and so he like turned to turned to God and like turned to Christianity, and like to this day he says that like that's what saved him, and like <coughs> I'm not. I'm not judging him for that, and I'm not, like... But, like, to me, it's, like, that's what that's what you did. Like, mm-hmm. you saved yourself. But it's, like, if that's, like, what helps you, like, wake up in the morning and yep. go on with your day... Exactly what I was saying. So I don't have a problem with religion. It. Yeah. It's just these it's extremists when it the that... where... It, extremists where they're telling you now that you have to have no communication with your family your former family and friends and we're mm-hmm. now your families we're your brothers That's and sisters mm-hmm. um you need to give us all this money yeah um, mm-hmm. your your life is now our life and it's just that and it's just a tearing away a, a person's personality mm-hmm. and and self yeah mm-hmm. well because become... yeah all these people that come out of cults they're like a shell of who they once mm-hmm. were yeah like they mm-hmm. don't they don't even well, know and that's who why they it's are. so hard to escape cults is because when you finally get to the point where you're going, this is not for me, I can't do this anymore, it's not right, mm-hmm. and you leave forever how many years, or, you know, some people, mm-hmm. you know, were born into the cult, but, you know, for how many years, that's all you've known, and now you go out into mainstream, and you're lost again. Yeah, and you're like, literally, oh, absolutely. And that's how they pull them back in. Exactly. You get excommunicated when you leave, nobody can talk to you, nobody can visit with mm-hmm. you, and then you get out there, you're thrown to... The outside world, a lot of times, especially if you're born in the cult, you don't have mm-hmm. formal education and training. Mm-hmm. Who's going to hire you? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And just f- that feeling of total loss. It's like, and that's when they go back into it. And I feel like this really isn't talked about enough because, like, it's kind of like a meme or like a joke in society about people who come out of cults. But, like, there isn't enough support for people like that because when they come out of it, it's like someone who comes out of prison. Like they have I was nothing. They say have that. no one. They, they have, have no money. System. They have some of like most people, like if they were born into it, they don't have a social security card. They don't know how to get credit cards. They don't know what a bank is. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there's someone that controlled every single aspect of their life from the time they woke up to the time they went to bed. Yeah. And what they dressed, what they ate, read, what they, what they yeah. did Who during they the day. With. Like, the work that they did on whether it be a farm or in a missionary yeah. or whatever, what they ate, every single aspect of their life yeah. is being controlled by somebody else. I yeah. can't imagine. It's not that. about just like physically leaving. It's like emotionally it's a trying thing. to reestablish mentally, yeah. like just figure Absolutely. out what society is again. You know, mm-hmm. and well, so much happens. Well, it's because they're they're a hostage in that case. Because like, look yeah. at people who are like, well, yeah. They're hostages in the sense that, like, not only physically do they feel like they're held there, but mentally they are, like, they they know they can't leave because if yeah. they do, X, Y, and Z will happen. And if they try, what if they decide to do something to someone that they're close to in the cult? They won't yeah. know. Well, and it's little that, things like that. Not only that, 
if it's a religious one, again, back to religion, because mm -hmm. they're told the entire time they're in there that everybody outside of this group, this community, is basically going to hell. Yeah. And the, yeah. It's, it's, it's beat into them yeah. more than anything else. Mm -hmm. And that's, no matter how ridiculous it may sound to somebody out here, mm -hmm. in there, that's what they live day in and day out being told the scriptures that they have to read 20 times a day or whatever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's what they're being told so when they leave they're that's still in the back of their mind even if they're going that can't be real in the back of their mind they're still going god am i have i just doomed myself and to eternal hell yeah. i mean yeah it's mm -hmm. just it's real. A scary well especially if it's like all you know at that point it's a scary thought it's like when you're little and you think about like what would happen if I didn't have my mom or my dad or my grandma or my grandpa. Like mm -hmm. you, those thoughts go through your head and you're like, oh my god, yeah. Like what is gonna happen? And it's the same thing, but just to a different extent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they have a lot more on their plate to worry about. Yeah. Um. Well, just one more before you go to the types. Just kind of backtracking what Chris was saying, where he had that horrible year. Um. I mean, everything that could go wrong went wrong, True. pretty much. Facts. Think about it if you left the cult, a cult, or an environment like a cult, and you were having those problems, even though we couldn't physically be there to help you, we were always a phone call away. And even just that helps a little bit, just to yep. call mm -hmm. and be able to tell somebody what's going on and the struggles you're having, mm -hmm. maybe even have a cry on the phone or whatever. Somebody who leaves that environment, they can't even do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, talk right. about lonely. Yeah. This is more than just being alone. This is lonely. Mm -hmm. And it brings them right back in. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, it's just really sad to watch those documentaries on those people. I should call my dad more. <laughs> Let him know I'm not in a cult. Said <laughs> 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 I'm fine. I'm just trying to live my life. Yeah. Okay, so the main types of cults, before I, before I say what they are, just know that these are the main types and subcult subsections of cults. Mm -hmm. However, even a, a particular one can have variations, variations of these other types. Yeah. So yeah. the main there's four main types, and it's a doomsday cult. Oh God! Naturally, a political cult, mm -hmm. which a lot of people actually, when they're analyzing it, and Nothing wrong to Trump supporters. Again, if, as long as you don't bash me for what I believe, I'm not going to mm -hmm. bash you for what you believe. But a lot yeah. of people analyzing the last four to six years really are equating Trump and the Trump followers yeah. as a cult. No because the Supreme, he was the Supreme mm -hmm. Leader, whatever he said, no matter how ridiculous it mm -hmm. may sound to other people... Mm -hmm. They the were Trump supporters him. were yeah. 100 behind 100 percent, and it's like on the ground wow that he like that he walked on like they would have kissed it, they would have done this anything is, for him. Even be faced, even being faced and, with blatant oh. proof of of things that he said were inaccurate, they still believed what mm -hmm. he said. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Again, obviously yeah. you can tell that I'm not a Trump supporter, but yeah. Again, yeah. I have a lot of friends who are Trump supporters, and you guys, not a, I'm. Yeah. No offense yeah, to you. Yeah. Let okay. bygones be up bygones. Yeah, I'm not believe gonna, what you want to believe. Yeah, I'm like not going to push mine on you as yeah. long as you don't push it on me, and I'm, I'm all good. But these, these are just like from an outside viewpoint. Maybe like take a look at like some of the things that 
you know, that somebody says and just like don't take it all for face value. Right. Like make mm-hmm. sure you're reading like reading more into what they're saying and like whether it's true or not and like do your own research. Exactly. Like that's the, the most biggest thing. Do thing. your own research. Mm-hmm. That's what don't we Don't rely on just one person what one person says. Yeah. Yeah. There's no <coughs> way that's going to be right. I don't care who you are. You can be the smartest person in the world and like I'm still going to ask other people like other people. I'm right. still going to try and find other sources of Well, and that's just what you do as a human. You're just looking for different perspectives. Well, I what mean, you should what, what you should do, do is, you yeah, like looking for different perspectives to mm-hmm. be able to understand people from where they're coming from. Right, so it's all about context. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so the doomsday, that's end of the end of the world's coming. And it comes yeah. in all different kinds of fashions. Political. The other one is religious cults. And again, like I said, there's going to be some crossover. Some Most doomsday, doomsday cults all have a religious component. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, a religious one that's predominantly religious may have a doomsday theme Aspect. to it. Yeah. And then the other one is sex cults. Again, mm-hmm. sex cults, it could be just a sex cult. It or it could have some cult. religious mm-hmm. aspects to it. Like mm-hmm. um, you have to have sex with the leaders of this cult or stuff like I that. I feel like but, that's what you hear about most, like in yeah. the most recent years. Especially children. Yeah, yeah which Dude. is horrible. Dude, horrible. especially children. Well, and also, like, not to like, like make a tie where there probably isn't one, but like, look how many kids go missing every single year from our country trying to ice deport families, ice. Um, thousands of children every single year and on top of that kids who are just going missing that never get yeah, like trafficked mm-hmm. trafficking yeah. is like the yeah. biggest thing that's mm-hmm. going on right and that's, now. Like, and that's, that's so i feel like scary. that's another form of a sex cult because like how else are you well, gonna get people well there's a huge to... network yeah. yeah i was about and, to say look at the jeffrey epstein and they... thing that's just one that's just one pocket of it mm-hmm. right well and and being you know abducted kidnapped at a young age forced yeah. to be a sex laborer yeah after a while you start thinking that that is the only way yeah, to survive you yeah. just have to do it you because there's no way out yeah so yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay with those said um i guess my the ones i'm most i get most interested in are doomsday cults with religious components or religious cults with doomsday one again many of them have a sexual component whether it be you know, child abuse, sexual mm-hmm. child abuse, or I feel whatever. Like that just falls but, into place because of the like power dynamic. That's yeah, there. Oh, like absolutely. that's just what happens because mm-hmm. the leader's like, "Well, you're gonna do whatever I say, so I might as well just like do what I want." If you believe right? the world is ending, exactly. Yeah. There's more exactly. chance that you're gonna listen to exactly mm-hmm. what yeah. I have to say. Also, no offense, but a lot of these religious, any cult leaders, most of them are male. Like I. I, you Most rarely, that is true. You rarely hear of a, a female cult leader. That's fair. I didn't even really think about that. Okay, I've got actually some of the cults that in the in the past and present that mm-hmm. are most interesting to me, and it's interesting that you both say that sexual components and most of them are men. Mm-hmm. The one that has always fascinated me the most, stemming back to the the nineteen nineties when I first started reading about it, and I actually started reading about it. Because they moved to Colorado in Denver when I lived there. Oof. I, Oof. Didn't, I didn't know about it while I was there. Um, but I, I started reading about it after they'd already moved away from Colorado. But they still had their little compound there. Mm-hmm. Let me, I will, I will explain Damn. this. 
Okay, That's it's crazy. it's Heaven's Gate. Oh, I've Heaven's heard Gate. About that. Oh they my were God. in Colorado for for a time before they went to California. That's why they were in Colorado. They actually got. Yeah, did I write it down where they started? Um, they started in another state, and I didn't write it down, so I'm not sure what it is. But the the main the leaders that started that cult mm-hmm. were Bonnie Nettle. A female. Wow. Yes, I completely forgot her about this. Non-sexual partner, Marshall Applewhite. Mm-hmm. They were considered mom and pop of this cult. Yep. Oh. They prophesized um, abstinence mm. is that for the, their members. Is that the cult where they have them like? <gasps> Many of the males, not all of them. They got but, to but, but because Marshall Applewhite, the male, the father figure, castrated himself oh to be able to stay with his desire for abstinence, castrated himself, many of his followers actually castrated themselves as well. And the worst part, they obviously didn't go to a hospital to do this. Oh, Lord. They, one of their members was surgically... Credentialed. Of would they do the thing where they would just like tie it off? And, like, I have no idea off? how they did it. No, no research oh. actually said that. Just that they did castrate themselves. Oh my god! Now that the I've Heaven's that Gate obviously was a doomsday cult. There was a very strong religious component of it. I was gonna say, how are they um, gonna like produce more members? They focused on the fact that. The human body was just a it's like a vessel. A, ca- a, a capsule, a vessel yeah. mm-hmm. that actually an a UFO, unidentified flying object, would get them and take them to a higher plane, a higher being, like a higher and that Damn. our physical bodies they were nothing. They didn't mean anything. Now they had moved to Colorado in 1975 because the end of the world was coming within a couple years. Of 1975 so they had to prepare themselves and get ready they said that there was actually a UFO that was gonna come and land in Colorado that's why they moved to Colorado it was gonna come and land in Colorado I think they started out in Indiana but I'm not 100 percent probably thought it was gonna go to no, like Pikes Peak or Jim, something. Jim Jones was in Indiana I can't remember where that but they moved to Colorado because that's where the spaceship was supposed to land now why I said that it's interesting is and I don't know in the last 15 years if it's still there, but I know like even as early as 20 years ago, the property still existed and it was gated off and there was a huge, they actually poured a huge cement landing pad for the spaceship to land oh my God. because oh. they were going to plan for the time when the spaceship landed. I never heard about They this. would all commit mass suicide. And their celestial bodies would go onto the spaceship and fly off to a higher power. Oh my god. Higher <laughs> higher plane. Oh my god. <laughs> now, about it, this was supposed to take place. They moved there in 1975. This was supposed to take place around the early 1980s, mm-hmm. 82, 83, mm-hmm. when it, it did not happen. It didn't happen when it was prophesized. And they lost a lot of membership. That's what I was going A to lot say, of people yeah. left it, left the cult saying, okay, this, we never reached our higher plane. This yeah. is ridiculous. It didn't happen. So they lost a bunch of members. They retained about 20 members, <clears throat> including uh, Bonnie Nettle and Marshall Applewhite. 
Now, Bonnie Nettle died in 1985. Um, I that. So then the, the entire thing was now on Marshall Applewhite's mm-hmm. um, shoulders. Well, he had another revelation that um, the Hale-Bopp Comet. Oh, this God. is when the I Hale-Bopp started reading Comet about it. The Comet was going to be closest to Earth, and you'd be able to see it uh, with the naked eye in, 1970, or in 1997. But the closest place for it was in California. So he moved his 20 members to California. Actually, before that, it was in the um, Mm -hmm. mid-1990s. They rented the property. Um, It was a huge property in Alta Vista, California. I don't know. It was was right up there in Mm -hmm. kind of a ritzy ritzy neighborhood. But while they moved there, 20 members... um, they went out and they actually were recruiting more people. By the time that, that they they did actually go through and commit mass suicide, there were Marshall and 38 followers. Mm-hmm. Now, they all wearing dark clothes, usually jumpsuits, and Nike tennis shoes. Identical mm-hmm. Nike tennis shoes. Is that the cult that had the, mat, that had the matching sweatsuits? Yes. yes. Ma- and Nike stopped selling those shoes. Yes. Mm-hmm. They were found in bunk beds, all of them had committed suicide because they believed that there was going to be a UFO following in the tail of the Hellbot Comet. Oh and it was following the tail of the Hellbot Comet to be able to obscure itself from the general human population so they couldn't see him. Yes. But only these um, Heaven's Gate knew about it. So they had Naturally. to time it at the precise time it was closest to this area and oh they God. all committed suicide so that their celestial bodies could catch a lift on Damn, the UFO in the, the in the tail they, of the Hellbot. Didn't they leave? They like told like two or three people that they had to stay behind to like make sure that it happened. Because there are still people they had from to, that cult that are yeah, alive. Yeah, they, they had to stay behind to actually explain to people what happened. What happened and that they were all going to a higher power. Isn't that and that crazy? their turn was going to come. In the next wave. And it never came. <laughs> oh. let me, so that let was, me like I said, burst your bubble. It never came. <laughs> They're still alive. <laughs> it was just Damn. one of the most interesting things. And that was in 1997. Uh, <clears throat> that blows my mind. That Hellbop Comet thing, I remember listening to a Hulu documentary about that, and I was like, bro. I watched the news you've footage. You've got to be kidding me. When the police went in there, I watched the news mm-hmm. footage. Everybody was covered up um, on their little bunk beds with a sheet that was over them, except for their feet sticking out and everybody had identical so Nike weird. That's so weird. It was I mean I watched the actual police footage as that they went through this crazy. huge mansion. And it was a gorgeous mansion. I'm like going, Oh, why would you kill yourself to yeah. leave this beautiful place? <laughs> <laughs> this is heaven on earth right here. Honestly. Oh damn. Oh, that's, that's crazy. crazy. <laughs> Imagine the what is it called? The uh, mental diagnose diagnostic are you okay? Diagnosis? Yeah, the mental diagnosis. Like the that. leaders of that cult would have gotten had they gone to therapy instead of starting a cult. It would have to be schizophrenia. Um, let's see, delusions of grandeur. Yeah, <laughs> I am the supreme. <laughs> Said only we know about this spaceship that's following yeah. behind this comet. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> they were the original one percent guys. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And they're gone. And they're gone. <laughs> 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 
Um, the next one, you guys may not recognize the name of the cult, but once I tell you the leader, you will all know what it is. The next one is the People's Temple. You guys remember the People's Temple? I do. I don't, I don't I recognize totally the name. Do. Okay, when I say the leader, the leader was Jim Jones. Oh my God. Holy sh- one? Yeah, okay. Do you know the Kool-Aid? Yeah, oh, that's what I just said, the Kool-Aid yeah. yeah. Jim Jones created Jonestown, Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that. the People's Temple, again, leader by Jim Jones, who was very charismatic, um, but he was also very paranoid, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which mm-hmm. I'm not so sure is a very good combination. <laughs> um, they actually started out in Indianapolis in... 1954 to 1978. Um, they started being persecuted in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and of course, with Jim Jones's paranoid delusions, he then moved them. I think it was to a. It was still. It was in California, um, I believe. Well, again, the persecution followed him. So then he actually moved his followers, and at this time, he had an upwards of. When they moved to Guyana, if I'm pronouncing it right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they, he had about 600 members, 600 Jeez, followers. That's insane. He With bought women this, and children included. Women right? and children included. He bought this huge property and even continued to get converts while they lived there. And it, they called it Jonestown. Mm-hmm. At the time when all of it blew up, he had 900 members. So 900 members. He had give or take some because they're. There were members that were always trying to escape, but yeah. he had secluded them so much in it's this remote like area. Yeah, this remote yeah. area surrounded by people speaking a language that the majority yeah. of the members did not speak. Yeah. I mean, Didn't talk most of them speak English. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, most of them oh, came yeah. from, you know, the United States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, it was such a remote area. It was a huge property. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I saw footage of it when, of course, I saw... The actual footage of going in and seeing all these people dead. Um, oh. It was so remote. It was huge. They had their own farms. It was a, a commune, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they supplied all their... But they had stockpiles of guns and everything else. They had armed guards at all of the entrances to the property. And, of course, it was to keep their members safe. But mm-hmm. some that actually did escape and get out, it was to keep members in as well. Because... Mm-hmm. There was no way that you were going to be able to leave. I was going to say, there's no this reason cult. to have people with guns at the entrance unless, obviously, there are people who are like trying to keep people out, like prisons, whatever. I get that, but mm-hmm. mostly they're the guards are there to keep you in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what Literally. it is. Yeah. If they were only there to keep other people out, they would only right. be there at certain times, like when you needed them. And if you have nothing to hide, why are you running from the government twice exactly. and moving to a foreign right. country yeah. where yeah. they don't have jurisdiction <laughs> anymore? <laughs> Sounds sus to me. <laughs> <laughs> no. The tiniest, the tiniest bit. Well, it all blew up, and everybody, every, almost everybody in the United States who was alive in the 70s, late 70s, early 80s, it all came to light. If you didn't hear about this when you, if you were alive at that time, then you lived under a freaking rock or in a different cult. Yeah. Or in a different <laughs> cult. <laughs> because there, was a, there were several members that were able to escape there were also family members, because of course you had to cut off your family, mm-hmm. family members of cult members that had moved there Just that, to be with their that family. no longer had communication with mm-hmm. the people that were in the cult that were petitioning the governor of California at the time, Leo Ryan. And they're like, 
you got to do something. They want to come out there. I know that they're being held there against against mm -hmm. their will. Yeah. So he actually took a camera crew mm -hmm. and some of the family members, none of the members that escaped wanted to go back there. They were afraid. But some of the family members, and they all went, they contacted Jim Jones and said, hey, we just want to come and make sure that... Well, and there was also rampant um, news about child endangerment mm -hmm. and child abuse yeah. and this we just want to go and make sure that people are safe and that they can leave if they want to leave mm -hmm. and he's like well of course anybody can leave if they want to leave i'm not holding anybody against their will and he goes well that's good to know will you grant us permission to come on your property and he finally finally said yes mm -hmm. it was a battle back and forth and he finally yeah. said yes mm -hmm. so these people went and they actually there's a there's a documentary on it but they went to jonestown yeah. they you know filmed it they talked to people and it was amazing because all the people had like a set script that they told oh. mm -hmm. the camera crews and the governor that's why he and it all sounded exactly so yeah it yeah. sounded exactly the same from one to the other to the other so yeah. you know it was scripted it there was no individual you can't give a cult here. leader time to be like they're coming this is what yeah. you say you're not yeah, here against your will so you can right leave right. if you want right so of course on camera everybody had said you know yeah i, I want to stay here this is this is my place this is this where is, i'm happy um mm -hmm. there were a few members that actually they stayed overnight and they were going to leave the next day they had passed uh notes to the governor saying there's a group of us, we, we want to leave, but we're scared to death. We, we want mm -hmm. to leave. And so he actually, the next day, um, gathered up all the people that said they wanted to leave and mm -hmm. kind of encircled them. So these people want to leave. And of course, you could just see the anger in Jim Jones' right. mm -hmm. you know, face. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, fine. The thing is, is the night before, one of the faithful members actually saw the passing of the note. <gasps> oh. They had already got armed gunmen on the landing strip because they had to take a truck to get to where the, the plane was at. Mm -hmm. And it's just, just this, it's, it's like those landing strips you see in movies where there's nothing there, there's no building, yeah. it's just a small a little strip. landing strip. Yeah. They had them all there, and of course, it's surrounded by trees, so all the gunmen are hiding in the trees. Yeah. Um, so he lets them all leave, and they're all in this mm -hmm. big truck, and mm -hmm. riding in the back. They're all kind of standing, kind of like immigrant workers, and you see them yeah. coming in. And they all rode out to the, the plane. Um, as they were all getting out of the truck to get into the plane, the gunmen came out, and they just opened fire on everybody. They killed yep. the governor, they killed the, the, the camera crew, Holy there was shit. one member that escaped on the plane because they didn't kill the pilot and they took off but they couldn't stay because <laughs> naturally right. everybody, right. Else, everybody right. else was either dead or dying on the ground yeah. i mean they just massacred them all that's crazy when they had got back to it by the time they got some more people back to jonestown is when everybody's dead 900 people committed suicide Damn. or were murdered because there were children I think that said there was like 300 of the people that died. I think it was 300 of the people that died were 17 or under. Jesus. They were fed the Kool-Aid. That's one That's there were like of the people yeah. in that. Yeah, there were like four, four people that were in charge of shooting people in the head if they didn't drink the, the Kool-Aid. 
Wow. So nice. there were several people that had bullet shots, died of bullet wounds, mm-hmm. um, because they didn't drink the Kool-Aid. But everybody had the Kool-Aid, mm-hmm. um, were given the Kool-Aid, but wow. they chose at the last minute not to do it. I definitely didn't know about the gunshot thing. That's the first time I've heard about that. I didn't that. know that they killed the governor. Yep. That's insane. I didn't know about that either. I didn't know they opened fire on they the people that fire were like, yeah, they trying to get onto the plane. It was like, That's oh insane. my gosh. Dude, what the... F- Open fire. This is why you don't give them time. So, yeah. Yeah. Jonestown Massacre. You get your little piece of paper and you say, we're coming in now. You don't have a choice. That's crazy. Well, they they didn't have any jurisdiction. It's a separate company. It's different country. Oh, they were in a different country. You're right. So they couldn't. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. The next one actually is still in existence. And I, I... I read a little bit about it. I'm not that interested in it. And I think maybe it's because... They're very secretive, so you don't really get a lot of information. And also, even though it has spread to the United States, it's based in South Korea. Oh, wow. And that's the Unification Church. I feel like I've never heard of this one. South Korea, the leader is, and forgive me if I pronounce the middle name wrong, because, again, it's a Korean name, Sun, and then it's Mwing, it's M-Y-U-N-G, but I'm just going to say Sun Moon. His last name's Moon. Sun okay. Moon. Um, what a cool name also. Well, like, okay, the followers were referred to as Moonies. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I have yeah, heard the this Moonies. The Moonies, yep. They did mass marriages. I they... think the magicians did a play on that. Sorry, just for the like lunatics. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so I, I, don't, I don't have a lot of information on that other than... It's large. I mean, they have gone into several. Uh, They're the marriage. Several, the marriage yes, cult, they've gone right? into several okay. different countries now too. But their mm-hmm. biggest, of course, is still South Korea. Mm-hmm. When they have their huge meetings, um, uh, there's been a couple of them where they were told to bring their guns, and everybody brought guns. Mm-hmm. The crown jewel of Sun Moon is this, and I'm not a gun expert because I don't even own a gun, mm-hmm. but it's obviously. An automatic because it's got the big barrel on it, but it's like Ooh. bronze. It's like a Tommy gun. Yes. Oh, Holy I just got visions. And they, I found an article about this somewhere, and I saw that picture yeah. that you're talking about. And they basically the reason why they're so scary is they said that if anybody ever came in and tried to disband them or um, do anything within, they're so secretive that they've told their people to open fire. And they make sure that all their members own guns, mm-hmm. that they will just open Damn. fire on people. I mean, it's just scary. Again, I don't know a lot about them. That's insane. It's not one of the ones that I, I really researched well, a lot. especially if they're that secret. But don't they have, like, thousands of members? Yeah. No, it's huge. I think they have hundreds of thousands of members. If you look at all the country, they have hundreds of thousands of members. That's well, terrifying. and it kind of makes you wonder, like... Going kind of going back to the Trump thing and them like making sure you have guns. Like, if they came to America, like it really wouldn't be that hard to recruit people if all you had to do was tell them that you have to be armed at all times. Yep, that's insane. That is absolutely insane. Can you flip that light switch for me? What? Can you flip that light switch for me? (coughs) Oh, that's scary. That is scary. Okay, so, um. The last two, and I say two because they're very similar. They are two separate groups, but they're very, very similar, and they've been a lot in the news in the last five years, 
In fact, I'm watching a documentary on one of them right now. Scientology? No, no, no. Because actually, they were they were a lot in the news in the early, you know, 2010 and stuff. But they've kind of they've kind of dropped out a little bit. They have some documentaries. Some really chilled out just a little bit. They're more they're more low key. They are gaining members, though, they, like, oh, as we speak. When I was like, in high school, I took that comparative religions class, mm-hmm. and that's when, like, it was really booming. There was somebody in that <laughs> class whose family was a part of the Scientology church. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my. she came in, and she told us all about it. That's cool, well, not but scary. Well, all about it, but, like, the stuff she could tell right. us. Yeah. And, well, you the, know, preached it, like, it's... The crazy thing about that is live. all yeah. of the steps that you have to take to... You know, get to the top, and oh, nobody the except for the elite ever even get yeah. to the top mm-hmm. because they always find some reason you to have, knock you back you down. You have to have status in yeah. order to be one of those top people. Yep. Uh, you have to be like so many or... actors and actresses, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, well, and the reason king and queens. Onto it because it's about power. It's uh-huh. like the whole thing with that is the power dynamic, yeah. and like. Oof. It's gross. There's yeah. a gun cult, a power cult, a sex cult, a religion cult. Oh my god! Oh, we just need the infinity cult. Jesus Christ! We're gonna so, have to start the minorities cult. <laughs> we got a cult following. Um, okay, so the two, the two that that I said that I've actually been looking into a lot. Um, the first one came into nationwide knowledge I guess not known people known is um, the FLDS it's the fundamentalist oh, Mormons of Latter-day Saints mm-hmm. um, they scare and me. they're different than the Latter-day Saints Mormons themselves I, I don't I don't agree with their teachings or their beliefs but that's okay mm-hmm. they're not hurting anybody do whatever you do. It's the same thing you said. Don't push it yeah, on me. It's and like, I'm fine. Um, however, the fundamentalists, I, I do definitely have a problem with that. And that's because they're polygamists. And not that polygamy is wrong. There's a lot of people that don't call it polygamists these days, you guys' age and everything, that have plural relationships and everybody's okay with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. If everybody's consensual, yeah, you're adult. But this is like a force. And you want to do it. Oh, yeah. These ones, Jeff Warren, or Warren Jeffs, was, is, he's in prison, he's in prison currently, so he still is the leader of this polygamist And from prison? From prison. Yeah, dude, they still have phone privileges in prison. There are people who have phones, who have TikToks. He's married 12, 13, and 14-year-olds. Gross. Spiritual marriage. His first wife was of age, because of course it has to be legal, but his spiritual wife's, and I don't know how many he has, but it's it's in the double digits. Mm-hmm. But he was marrying 12, That's the youngest insane. he married was a 12-year-old. Gross. That's not That's consensual sex. I'm sorry. No. That is not. And that, that is, is a forced marriage. Yeah. And then a 14-year-old. There was one, I saw a documentary of um, the FLDSs, and there was one of the people that was highlighted in this documentary <clears throat> She was now in her 20s or 30s, I think, but she was actually spiritually married at the age of 16, which, I, you know, in some states that's consensual, but mm-hmm. not when you're forced, but she was forced to marry a man in his freaking 80s. Oh! I think he was 84 years God. old. That's disgusting. And she was forced to lay in his bed. And you know what that means. Mm -hmm. And she said that she cried and she 
prayed that he would fall asleep or something when it was her night to do it. Mm-hmm. And that finally she just couldn't take it anymore and she, she escaped. And she found other people that had escaped from either this group or similar groups. Um, and that was her support system outside because all of her family, you know, she was one of 30 kids from she, several uh, different yeah. moms and everything. Right. But um, she was the one who actually sought out all the other people that had escaped from this polygamous cult and brought to them, brought them into doing this documentary mm-hmm. that I watched. And this was probably about five years ago. I don't remember what that one was called. I just remember reading about it because, and that was really big because that's when Warren Jeffs was a re- arrested because one of, I think it was, it was either the, the a daughter that escaped that was forced to marry or it was his son who actually had brought to the police this marrying these teenage girls that weren't mm-hmm. even probably barely even had their menses yet. Yeah. Um, and so then he actually was found on, you know, child abuse, sexual abuse charts, and he's, he's in prison now. He's tried to commit suicide a couple times. Um, he was put into a, a meta, medical-induced coma because he refused to eat, so they had to put him in a coma so that they could yeah, force-feed like him. Yeah. Feed him. So, I mean, but he's, he's wow. still alive, and he's still running, he's still running the church. They and on, on was, terms, not what, somebody else's. What, but it's weird is during this documentary, they actually did get privilege from some of the women that are in this cult still, and they still think of Warren Jeffs as he's the he's the supreme. He's the supreme. He is the second coming, and they're still from prison. They're still following and doing so what he sad. says, <laughs> hoping and praying for him to be released. <laughs> Yeah, that's horrible. It's just well, it's like, it's like people like, like that should have no. They should be granted the same shit that they did to other people. You get no contact with the outside world. You are in a cell. There's mm-hmm. no way that you can have any form of communication with anybody that you used to talk well, to. Like, Agree. Look at, it, they're not even cult leaders. Look at serial killers like Ted Bundy and the women that. Yeah, like, the fan clubs that him. sent him letters and sh- yeah. like, why do they let the people women do that? that would visit him in jail so that they could have sex with him. Like that's conjugal visits. Marry him yeah. so that you can have conjugal. It, I know it's just crazy. Again, that's the the mind control that somebody has over another person. It mm-hmm. just amazes me. Agreed. The human mind is a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. They're sociopaths. The other one is the documentary that I'm watching right now, <laughs> um, but it's called the Kingston's Group, oh, and it's it's a polygamous group, and it's also they're also they're also known as the Order. They call themselves the Order. I don't like that. That's I wild. don't um, like that. Oh. The, uh, the leader show. of this is Paul Eldon Kingston, and Always the second name it after themselves. Yeah. Always. The the his brothers and stuff are they're numbered men, and what's a numbered man is higher status in this order. And they're the ones who have the most wives. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're married, whether the first wife physically, uh, physically being married, legally being married, or if you're a spiritual wife, two through whatever, 20, um, if you're married to... Did you say two? Whether you're the second wife or oh, the or okay. the or the twentieth wife, I thought you were wife. talking about age, and I no, was like, no, ah! whether, whether you're the second wife or the twentieth wife, okay, uh, spiritual wife, if you're married to a numbered man, they they watch over you 
like nothing. There is no escape, or it's very hard because they watch That's your every movement. Terrifying. Because yeah. it is an insult for a wife of a numbered man to actually leave. And the daughters, the daughters oh, are wow. held in such protective status that the the members that have escaped are trying to help these other daughters escape mm-hmm. and these wives of numbered men. Um, and it's just, they have them, they, they own all this property and they put them in the most secluded areas where there's one dirt road in, one dirt road out to the house so that they can monitor it. There's yeah. no other way to get to them. <clears throat> um, That's crazy. It, it's just, it is so crazy. But the What's... Kingston group, what was oh, it? Yeah. It was... Um, the documentary that I'm watching now about the Kingston group, I want to find the name of it only because if anybody wants to watch it, it is one of the... What's it on? I... Oh. So the one that I watched, I'm sorry, I'll back up. The one that I watched about the L- FLDS, Warren Jeffs one, mm-hmm. is called Keep Sweet, Pray, and Obey. And that's what they teach wow. the girls from the time they're born, is you keep sweet, keep sweet, you pray, and you obey. That's disgusting. And that's, that's it. Awful. They that's don't have disgusting. any formal training, education. Um, they're trained to be wives. You know what's weird? I'm, I don't know this for sure, so don't quote me, but we work with a like a group of people that i don't i don't think they're flds uh, in specific no, you're but right. they have they're in a religion that like um they all wear like the long dresses they all braid their bonnets. hair and wear the bonnets and when we would talk to some of the girls the younger ones like so we work at a like just at a company that produces like tents and stuff mm-hmm. and so like they would come in as seamstresses and some of those girls were like I want to say between, 14. like, 14 and 16, probably, when they started. But it just, like, blows my mind. Because I was listening to one of them talk, and they were like, yeah, like, I got up at, like, 4 in the morning, and I was making bread, and then I had to leave, so I couldn't finish making the bread, so I had to tell somebody else to do it. And I was like, you got up at 4 a.m. to make bread. <laughs> but, <laughs> Did you turn the butter for the bread, too? <laughs> and on top of that, you can't, like... You're not supposed to talk to any of them unless the guy is with them. Yeah, the guy that came with them was a little well, weird. Yeah. Listen, and I we still work with them, so mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything bad yeah. about them or it's the way like, that they live or anything like that. It's just interesting to me because all of us are very free, like, outgoing, outspoken people. So it's just, mm-hmm. it's a very stark difference when you see someone who lives a life that is very much opposite to yours. You know what's so messed up? There are entire countries in the Middle East that are just like that. Mm-hmm. Just like that one cult. Yeah. Yeah. Entire countries. Entire thousands cultures. of people. That's crazy. We think that's the bizarre, but it's, it's literally the way of life. Yeah, it's literally the way of life for hundreds some people, of really. Years yeah. in giant places. Well, and that's religion. The too. actual the yeah. actual Mormon Latter-day Saints were polygamists until eight, like 1879 or something like mm. that. And really the only reason that they sent out a new doctrine saying no longer are plural marriages accepted in the Mormon religion is because it was the only way they could have Utah become a state. The only way Utah could, could reach statehood is if they stopped polygamy. Mm. What? Mm-hmm. 
that's why Utah always feels so to say, weird to go there. Give it up to Utah. I, <laughs> oh, dude. But anyways, that, that one, damn, that documentary awesome. that I'm watching now about the Kingston group, it's it's on A and E, which on the streaming again, I can't I can't find the streaming. It's either like Paramount. Yeah. Or You'll just have to look up the name. It's on either a Paramount or Hulu because those are yeah, the two right. I I watch most of my documentaries on. Um, but it's called Escaping Polygamy. And oh, that's on Hulu. That's okay, on Hulu. Escaping Polygamy. Yeah. It's on Hulu. Um, it was originally aired through A and E, and I am three quarters of the way through it so far. And oh my gosh, it is so fascinating because all of them, each each episode features. There's there's three main people that were members, females that escaped. Um, some of them fifteen years ago. One of two of them fifteen years ago. One of them five years ago. They're all wow. sisters. Two of them have the same mom, and, and a different one has, and the third one has a different mom. The first two that escaped 15 years ago, I think, are uh, their mom is the sixth wife of the man, and the other one is the seventh. Her mom is the seventh wife wife of the man. But okay. it's God, again, if you like documentaries God. like I do, that's yeah. that's the good one to watch if mm-hmm. if you're I interested think that's in one seeing. That I kept Passing up because it looked like but, one of those like, like one of those TV shows that wasn't like a documentary. It looked right. more like a show, like Sister Wives kind of thing. Yeah, I don't like that. Also, Sister Wives, trash. It is garbage. It is awful. But okay, but this this documentary. Okay, I was saying, and then I lost. Well, I talk a lot, so I got astray. No, you fit <laughs> in. You fit right in. Um, <laughs> each episode is. It's named a, a, a person's name, and it's because that's the person they're trying to save. So these three sisters oh. have help, outside help, but they're the three main people. Um, somebody from inside contacts them and says, hey, I'm ready to go. I, I need to get out. And it's a process that takes about three weeks to plan, if not more, right. depending Definitely. on where you where your family status is at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they got to do it in a time when nobody else is around, mm-hmm. and they got to go in there. They got like thirty minutes to go in there. Load everything up that you need to take and and get out of get here. Out of there. Wow. So yeah. each episode is about a new person, and it's it, what's sad is I think it was the second episode. There was one of the one of their sisters from a different mother um, had contacted them and said, "I need to get out." Or she's like seventeen and being pressured to get married, mm-hmm. and she's not and married to somebody she doesn't want to marry. Yeah. And, and they all <coughs> they intermarry because they want to keep <coughs> the Kingston blood. Strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're marrying their first cousins, their um, that's gross brothers mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. a different mother, but same father. I mean, this sounds like Game of Thrones. Uncles, yeah. they're married. They're being they're being wed off to their uncles. Ew. I yeah. mean, it's all so inter mm-hmm. intermarriage so and everything. But yeah. she had called up and said, you know, I'm ready to go. I want to get out. They actually su- successfully got her out so she could escape. Um, they. F- the, the the order found her number. They didn't oh, necessarily know where no. she was at because I no. tried to keep that hidden, but found her number and, and her um, betrothed was kept calling her and and eventually convinced her to go back. She, no! she went back to the order. No. She was out for three months and went back to the order because she just all her mind was just all messed up well, and she yeah. was like, I, I have to go back. And so it was kind of so disheartening for the girls that, She's never gonna that get out again. risked their yeah. lives. I mean, literally risked their lives to get her out, and that was kind of sad. But, Mm. and that's one of the things I like about these kind of documentaries is because 
they don't sugarcoat it. If no, something bad happened or, or it went yeah. awry or it just didn't work out, they tell you about it. Yeah. They want well, to tell you the good, the bad, yeah, and Yeah, and that's so, how it should be. Yeah. That's not how it ever is. Yeah. Like, it's it's gross. Like, it's... And you yeah. should know. Like, you should know all the horrible things that happen because yeah. it's it's not okay. Yeah. It was It's bad. crazy. And, oh, my God. Okay. Do I have time to do one more? Yeah, oh, no. Yeah. Okay. I was just, I was so just pulling up the script. There was, there's one more, and I really haven't read anything about this recently. I read about it the time when... Um, are you guys familiar, because you're considerably younger than me, but are you, con- are you familiar with River Phoenix? Yeah. Okay. Yes. This is around Joaquin the time when he Phoenix's died. Brother. Yeah. Yeah. Joaquin, yeah. Joaquin, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix's brother. That he, was, yeah. uh, he, he was he died. Stand by me. Yeah. And, um, this came out at about the time that he died, and that's when I got really into this particular cult and reading about right. everything, because he and his family, his brothers, they grew up in this cult, and it was it's the Children of God, aka it was initially called the Family International. But then they ran into legal problems and everything. So then they changed their name to um, the Children of God. They're also known as a fraction, of, a, a, a sect of it is Teens for Christ. I mean, different oh age groups have the different names, but they're really under the family international. Mm-hmm. They also go by just um, family of love. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, they've they've got different names. They change their names whenever they get into some financial issues or mm-hmm. legal issues or something. Mm-hmm. But when this all came out, um, obviously River Phoenix had already passed away, so he didn't do any interviews. Mm-hmm. But people that were associated associated with him and knew him kind of helped what what they knew from his life and there was a lot of child sexual abuse and physical abuse Mm -hmm. it was a lot of abuse in this one Mm -hmm. but um it was founded by david berg in 1968 um another really good really good read if you want to look up that one again i haven't it's been i don't know when he died like a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah, he died a long time ago. So I, I, that was the first and only time I really read up on them, but they're another one that's still in existence. Again, they change their name all the time, so, but they're still in existence and they were really huge at one time. I don't know if they're as big now, but they were another very Mm. large. And that's another reason that cults are so scary. It's because like, you look at like MLMs today, multi-level marketing Ooh, schemes for uh, anyone who doesn't know what that is. Pyramid schemes, is that what that is? Yeah, yeah pyramid schemes, okay. yeah. We talked about And that, like, so. <clears throat> there's multiple like religions that get involved with these MLMs and that's how they bring people in. And now MLMs are being considered another version of cults. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so... Ugh. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. Like, why? And why? Like, why is it so easy for them to just change their name and keep going? Right. Like, why is it that easy? Right. Mm-hmm. You find you find yourself in some either financial or legal problems. Oh, I just changed my name. Yeah. I wish I could. And that's what's what your, every what's your name? does. What's your name? Well, it used to be Nikki Binning, but now I'm Monique Lewinsky. You know? yeah. <laughs> Monica Lewinsky. Monica Lewinsky. No, 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 no. Monique Lewinsky. So I have no legal. I have no legal problems. Crazy. Do you guys know about any cults that I haven't mentioned that, that no, you no, find I fascinating? So today. I was about to say the yeah, three, dude, the three at the beginning you mentioned so were the ones that I knew the most. I just mm-hmm. they just fascinate. And if anybody ever has 
if any of you listeners know of other documentaries yeah. specifically to cults, please let yes. these guys know yes, so they can please. pass it on me because yeah, I am always jonesing for a new documentary to watch. You're always There's jonestowning actually for a new documentary. Every pun intended. <laughs> There's a YouTuber that I watch and she always advertises um, this website called Magellan TV. And it's just a website specifically for crime documentaries. That's Ooh. all it is full of, and they're constantly uploading new content every oh, week. Yeah. So I'm, maybe I'm a junkie. I'm that. a junkie for that too. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I watched. Well, any I'm kind sure of they have stuff about religion stuff. You know, America's too. Most Wanted. Oh, you know, yeah. we were only children. These are all documentaries. Did I you watched. ever see that show? Um, what was the guy's name? Um, it was like Chris Chris Hansen. Did you ever see Chris to Hansen catch a predator? Show? Yeah. It was the one where they would like create a whole life for this profile that would be like a fifteen or like fourteen year old girl. Or boy. Um, yeah, or boy. Oh, on the internet. And, yeah. yeah. And they, it would actually be this team of people that they put themselves on the internet, and people would literally just go and talk go to, to the these house. girls, yeah. and then they'd meet up with them, and they would literally film the people coming to the house and like sick. sitting down it's with this sick. girl, and like she would like go away, and then Chris Hansen would come out. All these, and then these are questions. Uh, yeah. Yep. And it was, it was fucking. They crazy. they did a sting like that in Grand Junction. <gasps> no way. Yeah, they caught like, oh, um, God. like, I think. Oh. Now, not all of them were prosecuted, but they caught like, eighteen child predators in God, Grand Junction. Damn. Not all of them did the oh charges stick, but a, a, a good percentage of them did. Yeah, it was probably That's about so gross. Did about ever wonder why six we years about ago. Getting out of here. Damn. damn. Junction yeah. is it's really pretty. It's really it's dark an interesting. Like it's, it's, yeah. Well, starting with the way the that the town was founded is mm-hmm. a dark history. Yeah. Like for anyone, I'm sure KKK. we've talked about it before. Yeah, yeah, it was founded by the. They're KKK. considered a cult too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. So like. Probably one of the most famous cults. Yeah. Maybe like do some research on your town. Just see if there's like any quirky things you find out about <laughs> it. <laughs> in one of the towns, I don't know if I necessarily want to bring this up, but in Bianca's hometown, Logan's roommate. The dark story there is some guy went out to the train tracks and fucked a watermelon, but it's one of those things that everybody knows. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> also, right down the street from her house, somebody got shot right underneath the train tracks as well. Like the exact same, well, the exact same place well, that the person fucked the watermelon. Well, and there was a story here. It had to do with like bath salts or something, but there was literally a homeless guy that ate somebody's like face off, like ten mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. I was like 12 when that happened, and I when I tell you, well, cause then, if I didn't know what anxiety was then, mm-hmm. the day that I heard about that story, I knew about it. <laughs> like, that, oh no. Got a whole nother thing to worry oh, about no. now. Oh no, that sent a whole new fear oh, into my brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> crazy. The world is a crazy place. So, stay safe, babies. Yes. Stay safe. Stay safe, you <laughs> eggs. Yeah. I don't want you to necessarily wrap yourself in... Bubble wrap, yeah, and no, not don't experience do that. life, but please be just wary. be safe. Be, be aware. Be smart. Be smart about it. Don't don't make those stupid decisions of mm-hmm. going someplace by yourself or yeah. you know, stuff Always like that. Just make sure someone smart. knows where you are. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, live your life, but be smart. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's no reason to be scared of everything. Just make sure, like, you trust your gut is really what it comes yeah. down to. Like, if you get a funny feeling. Trust that instinct mm-hmm. and walk the other direction. Exactly. Like you can, and like mistakes happen. Like every mm-hmm. you're human. 
So, like, sometimes you're going to get into a situation you don't necessarily want to be in or didn't expect to be in, but you just have to trust yeah. that, like, you know what's right and you know your own moral compass. Yeah. So just follow what you believe is right. And for religions, too. Like, don't let yourself True, get yeah. sucked into a religion that's... And it really comes back to do your own you research. Like, yeah. just have your own mind, have your own thoughts. Don't let anyone tell you what you yeah. should believe. Know who you are before you go and, like, join a group of people to mm-hmm. support mm-hmm. a thing. Well, know? to the best of your ability. Yeah, to, yeah, exactly. And, you know, if you need help, come to us. Yeah. Message Listen us. To the We're here. We'll help you. We won't bring you into a cult. We were yeah. kidding. We were kidding earlier. It's not actually going to happen. Or if you do want to get a tea bag. I say, we're like half we're kidding. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that just about wraps up our cult episode. But yeah. we're going to go ahead and jump into some song recommendations. And I'm going to start us off. But also, really quick, special thanks to you for coming. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you guys what for happened? allowing me. This was me. so much fun. Yeah. Thank you for allowing me to be on your podcast. Yeah, it was absolutely. it was fun. Loki, you did way better research than oh, I Oh, dude, seriously? I don't really necessarily want to call it research, only because, you know, I didn't actually get all the dates and facts mm-hmm. that I wanted to, but it's just, it's just a passion of mine. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just something I just enjoy yeah. watching, well, yeah, reading about. The fact about. that you just had and it half shows, of that information yeah. just yeah. off totally the top of shows. your head. Mm-hmm. I have to be like, oh, maybe I've heard about it. And then like halfway through, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Literally. that one fact right there. <laughs> yep. All right. So my song is going to be High School Never Ends by Bowling for Soup. When I tell you oh, this is the vibe that I have felt since I've been back, in the best possible way, though, like, there's some parts of that song where it's, like, it's talking a lot of trash about just how the drama never stops when you when you leave high school. Which is true. It's still drama. Yeah. Through, the, through your life, it will be. But, mm-hmm. like, I'm just, I'm back with my best friends from high school, mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm li- literally living with my sister that I lived with in high school. Yeah. Like, it's just... <laughs> It's I don't know. It's, and it's you a work good. At it's a, a good vibe now. And I work at a school. <laughs> like high school That's really does really never ends. <laughs> but in good. the best, yeah. It's just it's really good. If you haven't heard it, Bowling for Soup is oh, not new, but they it. were yeah. super popular. So it's so go good. listen to it. Good. Um, are we just gonna go in a circle? Yeah. Go for it. Um, all right. So I'm gonna recommend um, the uh, world's smallest violin by AJR. Um, it's just like. It's a really cute song, and also uh, people use it on TikTok for um, Dead by Daylight, like, compilations of them getting flashlight saves, and it's really fucking funny because it just, if you play Dead by Daylight, you'll understand. Um, but yeah, it's a really good song, and AJR is really good. I'm really surprised. I think Chris brought it up a second ago that we haven't ever recommended AJR before, so um, go check them out because they're really good. They are Absolutely. really good. Yeah. Uh, the song I'm going to do today is Jeez Louise by King Kitty. She was really big. I mean, she still is, but she was really big on TikTok for a minute because she was, like, teasing a song, like, forever. And then someone finally, like, picked her up to, like, produce it. And now she's, like, a full-blown artist on, uh... That's Spotify. Cool. She was the one that did like the period raps, right? Yeah, yeah she's okay. the girl on TikTok who does the period raps. She, oh my god, she is crazy talented. Jeez Louise is like a club bop. It's like a pre-gaming. You just get drunk with your friends, have a good time. It's just a really good song. It's like a, it makes you want to get up and dance kind of thing. Good. But yeah, definitely go listen to her because yeah. she is just 
the creme de la creme. I love <laughs> she really is. She really is. She's a good artist. Uh, okay, well, my song recommendation, I think anybody that knows me is going to be amazed that it's not a country song because, well, I'm a country girl at heart. Um, <clears throat> however, this song is by no means new. It was released in 2013. Okay. And many of you have probably already listened to it. However, I don't know that the majority of people has, have actually listened to all the words. And anybody who's been in a long-term committed relationship, you have to relate to this because there's no relationship that's perfect. Mm -hmm. And that's All of Me by John Legend. Oh, oh my God, that's a good song. This song, I, I tell you, it it's about the ups and the downs it's and you so just good. stick it out anyways. And, and the music video is it's just yeah. so you cute. know it's to me it's just we actually played it at my wedding um mm. and i've got it tattooed across Aww. the dartboard on my leg that's so um, and that's because it's just okay. even my wife had heard it multiple times but she had never listened to the words until i told her i wanted it to be part of our um songs for our wedding um, or rather for a reception and she's like mm -hmm. okay why and I said well listen to it and she goes I have and I said no listen to the words and even she after she really listened to the words probably read the lyrics along with it she was like oh my gosh this is our story mm -hmm. so it's cute. just I, I just that. recommend that you that's really so really cute. listen to the words of it that's cute. I love that. and it's just got a good beat anyway so <laughs> John Legend is just oh, a really good artist in general oh Damn. all right where's Chrissy Teigen's lucky <laughs> <laughs> Let's give my mom, Nikki, one more snaps yeah. in the snaps chat, claps in the club for joining us today yes. and bringing us some wonderful stories, wonderful facts. Yes. Um, but yeah, that really wraps up our cult episode. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and tell us what you guys thought of it. Yeah, and you can do that by emailing us at theminorities at gmail.com. <coughs> you can also follow us wherever you're listening to us on, whether that be Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, um, literally anywhere that you listen to your podcast, that you listen to your music, you can listen to us. Yeah, and you can also keep up with us on Instagram. Same thing as the Gmail at the Minorities T E A S. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have a TikTok at the Official Minorities, and I don't know if our Snapchat is up and running yet, but it will be soon. Oh yeah. Um and. I'm thinking about putting together a YouTube page, not necessarily for videos, but for a playlist. So be on the lookout for that over the next few months because that should be in the works. Yeah, but yeah, cool. other than that, I think that's about it. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.